Hey everybody, Sensei Randy here, and uh, I'm excited. I am welcoming a good friend of mine, uh, Shehan Jesse Dwyer from Dragon Phoenix, right down the road. And um, normally we have an idea of what we're going to talk about when we come into these. And today I thought, since I had a, uh, a special guest that's been doing the martial arts for as long as he had, I'm just going to open it up. So uh, welcome. Thank you. It's awesome uh, being here. Glad you could make it up. And um, so. Uh, I did a podcast last week about uh, something that was a little controversial, participation trophies and uh, our thoughts on them, and I, I know you and I have talked about this, um, but uh, I thought this week what we might start with a little bit and see where it goes is just a little bit about um, the martial arts as far as helping kids develop uh, life skills, and some of the life skills that they get, I had so many people that come to me and well, I don't want my kid to learn how to fight. And every time I hear that, I cringe because I know that's like the furthest thing from what we actually do. Mm -hmm. And uh, so just curious your take on what you see from the benefits of what we teach and what do we actually teach that most people don't even realize? Uh, I definitely think you know, a lot of times the parents don't realize how much their kids are looking for their guidance. Where instead of just trying to be friends and things like that, they're, they're looking for structure that they're not providing for them sometimes. And then they see their kids react to us and they move fast for us and they're doing things for us. It's because the expectations were, are put there and the kids want to meet the expectations of those in the group, right? So awesome. we're, we're showing like parents, I make sure the parents always see it. It's like yeah, parents, they're, they're right there. They're moving fast. If they're not moving fast enough for you, tell them. We got to move faster because we're not setting them up just for like doing great things for the parents. That's like a real life job situation too. You know, that ability to understand what we're saying right away and respond to in the proper response fast and efficiently. Like that's a life skill that goes way past high school, college, right into the workforce. It's funny because so many parents come to me and say, man, I see them on the floor. Can you come to my house and get them? And I just look and it's like, you know, it's we're teaching them these skills. But you're here watching, mm -hmm. use the skills, do it the way we do it. We put in the anchors, we put in the triggers, we set them up for that. And it's so what you were talking about, they're looking for that structure. And um, uh, Tony Robbins, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan, and at one point he had, was working with a family and he said, there's a certain structure, there's a hierarchy to a family. There's the, the um, head of the household, there's the, the father, there's the mother, there's... and kids need that structure and when you allow a child to come around that structure because you want to be their friend and you know, I was friends with my kids but they knew as soon as I needed to be dad I was dad mm -hmm. and there was no gray area when it was time for me to put down like boom, they knew and then after we were done yeah we're friends again but that hierarchy that structure was there and he highlights that if you let that hierarchy get circumvented chaos breaks out because the kids need that discipline. They need to feel secure that they have that family structure there. And it was so fun. Just the way you worded it was perfect. It's like, yep, I I totally see the same thing. It's crazy. It's right there. I like it. Uh, my, my instructors are our lineage line if we want to go back when they talk about when they're using, they don't use sensei as much as we do. They'll have Sibok, which is uncle. And then they have the Sifu, which a lot of times is father. And then from above that would be Sigong, which is grandfather. So there's a hierarchy. You know, you're going to listen to your uncle. 
but over your who who control who's the boss over your uncle, right? Your dad. Yeah. And then who's the boss over your dad? His dad. Right? <laughs> so you know, like and you had that hierarchy yeah. of the school and, and, and that sort of thing, it's already there and it's it's known. You know, I think when they we forget to give those kids that that piece like this is what it is. And and the, follow this guideline, you know, play this game, play, use the terms of games all the time with the kids, like this is our game we're playing in a way, but it's real. Like this is a real life game, and here's what we have to do to get up to the next level, right? Yeah, it constantly moving that way. Yeah, and it plays out like you were saying. It goes way beyond just the kids nowadays. It's these are skills for their entire life. When wow. you get out into the workforce, I was in those positions. Man, your boss doesn't care. No. You know, your mom is not writing a letter to your boss that you should get promoted and you get promoted. That's not how it works. That's right. Um, you know, you can't just decide, well, I, I just didn't feel like it this morning. I stayed on my phone, so I'm 30 minutes late coming. I had people, I'd turn, I'd turn them around. I'd do it the first time, go home. Mm-hmm. I'll catch you tomorrow. I already covered your stuff. Second time, don't come back. That's it. And people come in and they just like, wait, what? And it's like, I'm sorry, this is a business we're running. This is life you can't kind of show up that's right you can't get kind of be there yeah so yeah it's just it's just so funny to see the differences and we see it with the kids on the floor that the ones that really take to it you see their school start to get better their school start to go up teachers saying how much more focused they are in school and it's because they get that structure here and schools have similar structures the teacher runs the class right and they coordinate everything and they do that. So just. <laughs> and that was the other thing as we've come through the last few years of what we've gone through, that structure disappeared yep. for a lot of times. They, they don't understand the hierarchy of, of uh, bigger groups, depending on if any of the kids are getting on into the sports now. But how many kids have we seen come in who they normally would have been at soccer at age three, t-ball at age four, and then by the time they came to us at four or five, they'd seen some group structured sports. But they also realize that's when the parents see that their kids aren't working well within those group structures, or they're not physically keeping up with the other peers they have, and then they come to us too. Yep. And you know, I, I say it for years, and we'll probably we can have a whole other podcast on this. Is we've been creating athletes for families for generations you know and that's it we help create a lot of those athletes yep. too i do apologize on that that's right. <laughs> says, says i get to eat <laughs> i love when my alarm tells me i can eat <laughs> yeah no we, it's funny we were actually uh, i was up with a group on friday um we both um trained with a, a group of martial arts school owners that have been around forever and uh, i just happened to throw it out there have you noticed our six-year-olds typically for for us our little ninjas go from three to six and then at age six right around their birthday their next promotion they graduate and they move to juniors and for the last probably six months we've had issues where these kids are coming up and they're six or they come in and they're six but they're not emotionally and socially ready to be in that junior class anymore and it's because two years ago, they got taken out of that social structure when they were three and four, which is where in childhood development, that's where they start to get that interaction. That's when they start to go to daycare. That's when they start to interact with other kids. Right. And they didn't get to do that. So they missed out on all of that learning that they do 
from being in these social environments and now they come in here and they're just so unsure of where to go and how to move that I mean we've had a, a number of six-year-olds that we've said you know what I think they'd be better off doing six months down a level and let them get a little more accustomed to the structure and then try to transition them up because it just they're just not ready we've always had like that overlap where you know this is this age group three to six the next group really doesn't start at seven it could be six or seven it gives us yeah. a little bit of that leeway because and it's 100 percent going to happen that way plus same with the 13 year old the 14 year old you know or 14 to 15 they might not be ready or they could be just a little bit young so oh, don't worry it's, just, it's an overlapping age yeah but again another life skill though we're bringing we're bringing in new life school skills and developing them sooner where sometimes we have the other activities we're doing it. So we're, we're starting those life skills there. Age four for myself is my youngest I take. Yeah. But, you know, those certain things are just getting in line or finding a spot and listening and being able to just move, right? That's a life school. I'm not saying what every time. Taking turns. Taking turns, <laughs> right? No, it's not your turn, right? <laughs> and being able to share. I think in the martial arts, which one benefit of the martial arts is, you know, we go back to that part where we don't want our kids to fight. You know, we're not here to bring them to fight, but deep down, they are. The parents are bringing us, bringing them to fight a little bit, right? Because yeah. like, there's a lot of other buildings out there that can teach what we teach without any fighting aspect. So they might come in and say, we don't want you to teach them to fight, but then really they do. They're like, they're scared. They, they've been taught not to say that. They, the parents are taught to say, we don't want our kids Johnny to fight, right? Yeah. But it's... That's not true. <laughs> yeah. You want Johnny to protect himself. You know, you want Sally to be able to, you know, defend herself. My daughter is going to be able to be just fine going to college because what did we just talk about? Two life skills. Yeah. Swimming, defense, self-defense and swimming. Absolutely. <laughs> they're just, they're so important. And it's funny, the, um, one of the viral clips going around on social media with Jordan Peterson, I know it came up on one of the podcasts the other day about, you know, it's not being able to fight doesn't make you a good person. It doesn't make you a compassionate person. Being capable of serious violence, mm -hmm. but having compassion and control so that you don't exercise it without needing to, that's strength. Oh, yes. And with that comes confidence. Because if I can walk down the hall at school or walk around downtown, you know, without being in fear of somebody jumping out and hurting me or someone I'm with, that confidence gives you the freedom to actually, you know, experience all this stuff. And, you know, when I was a kid, I got bullied for years. Mm -hmm. And I had certain parts of school where I was terrified to go. I avoided them at all costs. I avoided activities. And to be able to work with kids now and help them to understand that, all right, no, we can get you to the point where you don't have to live like that. Right. You can just be you. Sorry. I think I wrote that last night around one in the morning. <laughs> like not, not like I, if I could find if I got my computer right now, almost just exact words of uh, almost a mission statement is like of what makes me tick. It, it's someone making someone so confident in themselves they don't have to worry about it, and they don't have to worry about it because if they have to defend themselves, they can. If they, they don't need to talk about it, they can just be who they are. I just wrote that down last That's night. Right. Sheet. And, and now, so now all of you understand <laughs> why we get along so well. <laughs> I, and I, I say it in my adult class all the time. I, I love my gardening. It, it brings me peace sometimes when I, my day's hectic. Is One of my phrases all the time is I'd rather be a warrior gardener 
than a gardener that's got to go to war. Yep. Right? And I, I like being able to simply just be in the garden at times and just enjoy the sun, soak in the rays, and breathe a little bit. It's, yeah. And then if I have to. <laughs> so, and I, I, Joe Rogan was talking about that the other day. I forget who he was talking to, but that exact quote was oh, like, it's, it's so powerful because you just, I see a lot of the kids come in and they just don't have that confidence and you can see it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we teach a lot of bully stuff and we teach a lot of about victim stuff with our women's self-defense class. People that are looking for aggression see that weakness, see that lack of self-confidence, and that's how they pick their victims. And our goal is to make sure our kids are not those victims. That's right. Right? And make sure they have the confidence to step up and get it done. So, um, you know, I get into the martial arts when... I found out my daughter was on the way. Ah. And I had been wanting to do it for years and wanting to do it for years. My parents told me no when I was a kid. And I got to be 24, I think, and um, or 23, and found out I had a daughter on the way. And I turned to my wife at the time and I said, I'm going to sign up on doing karate because I wanted to be able to protect my family if I needed to. And once I get started and started to see all this other stuff, and then as you get into it, like we were talking about, once you get into the business world, so much of it applied to business, and it's like, wow, this is this just all flows together. You see, that's life skill change at 23. I needed to add a life skill at 23 or 24. That's awesome. And then you have 40 people in their 40s coming in. They have to learn a new life skill, and it might not be because they want to defend their family anymore, it, they might not have ever had the life skill of being healthy. They, they, they may not have ever had uh, somebody who nurtured their inner passion of what we're doing here, but also on a health side too. And yeah. they're seeking it. They have the ability to find it now and they're seeking us. You know? So it's, it's, it's awesome. There's so many benefits to the martial arts. Yeah, and it's funny because we were going down the list of different topics and we hit upon the balance one. And oh. that's another one of the ones for the parents that is just nobody really connects that well i'm into martial arts i mean i have some parents that are just so heavily involved that you know they're going to all the tournaments and they're getting all the weapons and they're doing it with their kids now and they're posting pictures on the weekend they're out training somewhere with their kid and i love watching that because they're connecting with their kids i felt like i was getting emotionally attached to your families at the tournament two weekends ago oh my god i was running i was like so cool i'm gonna go over with you right now yeah it was awesome that was and that's and again i got in trouble last week i had a few people not happy with my podcast last week sorry i told you not to watch it if you're offended by that topic but uh you know, we do give participation trophies to those under the age of 10 at my tournament, <laughs> at our tournament. Like, so under 10, you do get a participation trophy. 10 yeah, up, but, you better earn that trophy because you're yeah. not getting anything. And you, but your first place trophies are still about <laughs> the size of the kids. So there is not a show up. <laughs> there is not a show up trophy at once you hit double digits with us. Well, and even then, your, your first, second, and third places are definitely different than the other trophies. Yes. Um, <laughs> so not to go down that rabbit hole because yeah. I'm running from this. Um, but definitely, it, um, you know, the, the skills even for the competition. Um, and I think I mentioned to you, one of my favorite parts of the tournament was watching so many of our kids would compete and they'd do well or they would have a rough day, 
But the first thing they did would be turn around and shake the hand of the person that either won or came in second. Or, you know, we had somebody sparring that came around with a with a strike and hit the kid a little bit hard. And after the match went over and he put his hand on his shoulder, he's like, "Hey, everything okay? You all right? Uh, sorry about that, but great job." And I'm just watching it like, "Wow!" And these were kids that were so afraid to come out on the floor mm-hmm. the first day. And they're screaming key eyes out there. Tearing it up. And yeah. I'm like, man, this is awesome. Um, yeah, we had some very, we had some great highlight pullaways, and the competition's gotten a lot better at that at our tournament. Um, it, it's a really fun family atmosphere tournament. If you're just starting off, obviously. Yeah. But the, the level and the amount of different styles that have been coming, it's just eye-opening for everyone. Yeah, it's it's that was a that was a fun tournament. We do uh, we do a couple different tournaments, and that's definitely one of going to be one of our favorites. Um, it's the Alliance tournament. Uh, <laughs> we run it twice a year. That wasn't a real big play. Yeah, and um, and just uh, I did talk to Chihan uh, Mers, and uh, I did speak to our people we work with at Hudson Community TV, and they are going to be sending crews out for the next tournament. Oh, awesome. And they're going to be uh, we're going to do. Um, I was approached about reviving our TV show that we used to do, and we are going to be there doing filming the tournament next year, and we'll get you guys a whole bunch of footage, and oh, we'll be sharing sweet. that. Uh, right. We'll get that out on our TV show as well. Probably with that big a tournament, it'll probably be a couple episodes, so it'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. Yeah, we started that just as friends, a few school owners, just, just to keep a healthy competition alive, and, and then... You know, Hansi Demirs and I just kept going and kept going and it was how many people were I mean that was we hit about 250 this round so we had about 250 next next round we're not gonna have any signups at the door because we have the <laughs> online registrations no more at the door signups we were really big on starting on time and that that was the other thing that this time it was so smooth when we walked in uh, it just keeps getting better and better everything just kind of flowed through and. So, and, um, I don't know, I don't know, it was a great, yeah, it's a great, so, no, we'll do a whole other still, podcast, <laughs> um, still, still fresh in our heads from two weeks ago, yeah, it was, that was, and but coming back to the life skills from it, I mean, we had, we had a student literally breaking down in tears because, you know, they've been going through stuff at home and they've kind of latched on to martial arts and the outlet that it's giving them and the focus that it's given them. And then to go in there on the floor and compete and do really well, that emotion, that connection is going to stay with that kid forever, right? And the power that that's going to bring to everything they do moving forward is just so cool. What do you think you do have in the school life skill that if like a parent wouldn't think we would do, right? Like, like oh, you do that sort of stuff. I, and I see as we're growing as martial arts, I see these new thoughts and, and I love where I know we're going to be going with our martial arts students but I mean when they're talking about skills that just aren't martial arts related but educated you know educational yeah you give out books right yeah. like you give a student a book when they come in it's awesome I can't wait to start doing that right these with the new levels of stuff of education where you know I know I like to, we like to whittle and we've made fires you know how to build, build campfires you know, how to yeah. whittle a stick so we can have something from roasting marshmallows. I know it's a skill, but how many kids can't cut their own food yet? Right? It drives me insane when I see that. It's, it's funny. We do. We give, um, we have definite books that we give for each different level of student that comes in. It's amazing. Our teens, we do success principles for teens. A lot of it's around goal-driven. And yeah, uh, they're right over there. We got a whole bunch of them. Um, a lot. 
Shameless. <laughs> it's awesome. Shameless plug for uh, I do one of my this favorite. Is my favorite. I just ordered a whole bunch of these. <laughs> I, I, I think, like, uh, I, like awesome. Michael Burnoff from <laughs> Average Sucks. I love that. We actually require that for all of our staff. You know, I, had, I just ordered a whole bunch of those myself. All of our adult staff get that. I give that to a lot of people. Uh, I actually did a couple of his programs. I, I just love the way he, he puts things. Oh, yeah. But That's other nice. things that we've done from the outside, I mean, our leadership program, uh, we have our storm team and our legacy teams where we actually are training instructors, but it, what we're actually teaching them is basic leadership skills. Um, how to command the floor, how to move the floor, but mm. we teach them, you know, stuff like that that will apply outside. How you talk to somebody. Getting them to go up to a parent. There's nothing more intimidating for our younger instructors than going over to a parent and talking to them about how their kid is doing. And we actually train them on giving them that structure and putting them in a situation to make them do it. Um, our biggest one we did, the one we just did that was really popular was financial management for kids. We brought in a training program from... Um, from a local bank. Hey, Corinne, nice job, thank you. <laughs> um, from Jean d'Arc, and they came in and they played some games with the kid that were centered on teaching them how to save, how to create a bank account, how to manage finances. And it was done at a level from age six to age 10. But it's one of those skills that they don't learn anywhere else. And we try to bring those in. You know, We love to bring other instructors in. I know you've been up here helping us with some stuff. Um, I brought in some of my instructors to do classes. We brought in some of the, the pros, some of the hyper pros have been here. Um, you know, bringing all these other people in and showing them not only martial arts stuff, but also the stuff behind the scenes that the kids don't usually get to see, uh, I think is all life skills that we offer that most people don't know. I think a very, uh, one that you skip, you said was skip right over, which is really important, is the, the floor planning. You know, teaching on the floor. We're teaching kids that, yeah, you got to be teaching right now. But in their head, they're already two steps ahead. They already have to know what's going to happen two more stages from where they are right now. Yep. Most kids don't even know what they're doing right now. Oh my God, they're in the they're in the moment. Right? Usually, with their head down with their so, thumbs going. <laughs> talk about the ability to be thinking on your feet, thinking while you're talking, being here present, but also. A little bit in the back going, all right, well, I got to move to uh, thrust punch next to make sure it all lines up for a great combination three steps down, right? Like, yeah. those are things. Like, and then and we have reminding them, hey, no stalls, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no yeah. downtime. And you've got kids that are in our storm team, for example, that are eight, nine years old that are doing this in front of classes of 20 of their peers oh, yeah. because they're coming up with these kids. And we select our, our leader. The two teams that are very tough to get on for us are our leadership team and our demo teams. Mm -hmm. And we pre-frame people right off the bat. If you want it, you need to earn it. Yeah. Because we're very, very particular about who we allow to train people's kids. And they have a strict program they have to go through even to be on the floor, never mind to actually interact with kids on the floor. And to watch these kids come up and to be able to get their head around, right, this is what's coming up next, I need to be doing this. And it can be something as simple as, you know, I've watched some of our leadership team, we're doing a drill and all of a sudden they'll walk over and grab pads because they know the next step is going to be, they're going to be walking the floor, having them do that with the pads. But to see that click in their head without somebody telling them to go do it, it's, you can tell that that skill is just starting to come there. They're figuring out what's coming next. 
So it's, it's, that's one's fun for me. And I'm forgetting that we have to constantly remind them, hey, two steps, be two ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they get it, and then they'll have that later too. I mean, what boss doesn't want a employee or that's going to be two steps ahead of them? They're going to be more nervous because they're going to be taking their job. <laughs> I, I, I used to, I used to, lo- I used to love that. I would look for people that would come to me and say, "Hey, this just happened, and here's how we're going to do it." I'd be like, "Good, go." Oh yeah. Well, what's even better than that is, hey, this happened. Well, we're, oh, it's already taken care of. We're just letting you know it happened. <laughs> well, this <laughs> is what we did. We already did it. We, we like, took care like of that one even more. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep you in the loop, just so you know. Right. This happened, and this is what we did. And you know that comes from you know we talk a lot about our core values, and we're very public about our core values. And I've always told not only our students here, but in all of my businesses, here is what your priorities are. And if something happens and you screw up, we're going to sit down and I'm going to say, why did you do what you did? And if you tell me, for, for example, when I was a DHL, it was always about the customer. Mm-hmm. And if somebody did something that just totally went sideways, and if I asked them and they told me, well, I did it because this customer needed this. All right, you know what? Don't ever do that again. This is how we do it next but I would never jump down their throat because in the back of their head, they were prioritizing what our priority was. Right, which was the customer. Right, so the same thing on the floor, the way we set it up, you know, we're working with kids. Um, it, one of the things that we constantly are on our junior leaders about, they love to do the high fives. Mm-hmm. Like we have our three high five rule, and they, they love to do that, but it's... Okay, it's a high five when they do it correctly. Right. You need to do the praise and courage praise. You don't walk up to somebody that's standing with their feet backwards, punching with the wrong hand, and give them a high five and say, great job. Yeah. First, you got to tell them to fix it, right? And, and even that, getting the kids to the point where they can feel comfortable doing that with a, another kid. Um, some of my storm teamers are younger than some of my juniors, that they will go up and... Hey, no, 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 you got to turn it this way. Mm-hmm. And they've been here longer. They have higher ranks. But they're still dealing with kids two, three years older than them. The emotional connection is definitely... And they have the confidence to go up and do that. That's that's huge, I think. So we definitely uh, have a lot more life skills than punching <laughs> right? Absolutely. Sure. And they keep showing, presenting themselves. Every year I'm in this martial arts, every year I've been in this business or this life style it presents my presents with a new skill that i've learned um even this past year i've developed so many new skills <laughs> and it doesn't and seem to stop right you know, stuff, i think i've doubled down on learning my skill sets over the next you know pushing myself forward you know that's pushing ourselves yeah right like i've been in the martial arts my whole entire life and you still have to find things new if this is your passion and what you love to do it's that's a skill. Yeah. Like you got to find yeah. that, and there you burn out, or you, you know, you got to find how you rebuild and rekindle the fires too. So that's. Right. Well, and you know, you know, we, I was down at your class, yep. going your black belt class. I want to come in and, hey, do you want to work on this? No, teach me something new, right? That's right. I do my. I train with someone right here in town that I found that's willing to work with me and has been working with me on his stuff. Um, we go and we do our workouts with all of the the other school, school owners. owners and that's all these a, different stuff, and we go to summits and seminars, and we put, I, on, we put on our plain black belts, and we jump on the floor, and uh, can we're somebody piece us up and throw us out? We're a student, yeah. So uh, definitely keeping that, and I think that's another good thing for our students to see is for oh. them to see us make you know, mistakes, 
I think yeah. it's great when they get to see me make my mistakes. But uh, just as human as the rest of them, because yeah. they they happen probably way more than they ever think that happens to us, or, or daily occurrence. Or <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a workout with somebody and you get halfway through it and you're like, all right, this was this was way more challenging. I'll tell you what, let's back this oh, one down because you're breathing heavy and you're looking at your students going, oh, I, I never should have said we should do this many kicks. In a minute. I think when I wrote this down, <laughs> this was wrong, <laughs> right? But for them to see that, I think that's also big. You know, being able to recognize, hey, everybody makes mistakes, and it's how you react to the mistake that's the important lesson, right? If I if I try to hide the fact that I made a mistake or lie, no, I didn't do that. I didn't say, oh, you twist it around. You're going to learn so much more acknowledging the mistake and figuring out how to make it better. And I think that's another thing we do with the kids. Right. You know what? You're not going to be perfect every time. No. You know, you're going to have your days where you're on and then you're going to have days where you're not. Oh, man. But those days when you see those kids that are like almost in perfect world, like they're in that zone. I, I just can't wait to high five the parents. <laughs> like you need to go whatever they did today. Whatever they did today, give them that again, right? oh, and, and go home and work with it because you got they're on fire right now. Go, go, I have, go. I have so many. Every once in a while, I'll turn to the to the um, gallery and I'll look at the parents. I go, parents, what did you feed them this morning? And whatever you did, you feed that to them every Saturday before they come to class. Oh, that's... Or how did they do this? To... That's what you do before they come in because they are so fun. And you see the parents light up. Or the polar opposite that Saturday morning when you're on fire and the kids can't even move. <laughs> parents, whatever you did, stop. <laughs> awesome. Oh, All right. Well, I'll tell you what. This, this was a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, we definitely covered a whole range of topics. Um, hopefully, uh, <laughs> stay here. <laughs> yeah, we got to get a little light up there. Back on track. Back right. on track. Back on track. But um, anyway, this was our first time doing this together. Hopefully, it's not our last. Hopefully, you'll come up. Absolutely. And uh, maybe we can talk the rest of the crew on Friday. Maybe we'll bring the stuff up. We'll do a podcast episode with all the school owners and let everybody have a little fun and talk about their experiences. But uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this, and hopefully, we'll see you on the mat soon. Have a great one, guys. Huzzah! Good.